Hello, this is Noah B. Ambrose, and you're listening to the Noah B. Ambrose Show. Yeah, my initials are NBA. Yeah, sadly, though, I'll never play there someday. I don't have the skills. But what I do have the skills for is covering them. See, my dream is to be working at ESPN or some company like that someday, covering all the sports news. And so this podcast, covering sports and uh, pop culture, well, let's just get into it. In this segment of my podcast, I'm going to be interviewing my grandfather about the NBA and the best players from the decades, the 60s through the present. Uh, He's a big NBA fan and knows a lot about the game. So let's get started. So who would you say the best player from the 60s was? Well, I think back to the 60s and that's when I was young and uh, I would even be sitting and having these debates with uh, buddies well, who was better, Will Chamberlain or Bill Russell? And uh, for me, I look at Bill, Bill Russell winning all those championships in the 60s. You know, probably he get the nod for that, for being you know, the team player that got it done. But Will Chamberlain, by far and away, was the most dominant player in the 60s. Yeah, and then in the 70s... When I think about the 70s, uh, I think it was a decade of a lot of different teams that kind of dominated at various times. And uh, for me, a lifelong New York Knicks fan, my first nod for the 70s goes to Walt Frazier and the New York Knicks because they won in 70 and 73, and they were right up there some of those other years. Then kind of the Celtics kind of had a little bit of a run too into the, the latter part of the 70s. But the player of the decade was probably Luel Cinder slash Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Because he dominated with a couple of different teams from Milwaukee then on to uh, L.A., and then in the 70s, 80s, 80s. Yeah. I think about the 80s, start getting into the, um, the, the war and the battles between Magic Johnson and Larry Bird. And uh, for those two guys, both had their, their ways of you know, dominating. They, they first like, played off against each other in college. And um, as the Lakers faced the Celtics in the finals a couple times. So between the two of them, very slight edge goes to Magic, I think, for winning a few more championships during the, during the uh, 80s. Yeah. And then in the 90s, who would you say? I mean, it's most likely Michael Jordan. Michael Not Jordan. Not very debatable for, there. For sure. Um, he dominated the 90s. I mean, he, you know, he started his run in the 80s, uh, but, um, but basically, those, what did he have, six championships in the 90s, basically? Yeah. You know, and even he took off and retired for a little bit, came back, but... He made his team better, and he was the dominant player yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, sure was. <laughs> and then it comes to the 90s. Yeah. <laughs> and then the 2000s. Yeah, and the 2000s it was again. The thing about duos, really, in the yeah, 2000s. Yeah, a lot of duos in the 2000s. And I thought about that. There, that's again, there was in the 2000s, there were some different teams that kind of took their turns dominating. Uh, I think of um, you know San Antonio had some really good years in there. I think Dallas might have even had a couple of good runs in there, um, and then of course the Lakers, and you had the whole Kobe Shaq thing going on. And uh, when I think about the two thousands, I guess I give the nod to uh, Shaq, a little bit over Kobe, but uh, you know a lot of really strong. I think way, even you know the Tim Duncan. Uh, um, David Robinson duo there, they, they teamed up. They, they made it tough, too. So t- kind of tough to make those calls, but that's who I'll go with. 
then in the 2010s. That's kind of the LeBron James era, you know? You think about all the, the championships and the times to the finals and just the, the dominance and the fact that at 6'8", he plays point, he plays power forward, he plays uh, you know small forward, he can kind of do a little bit of it all, you know? Um, and I think there are a lot of good, t- a lot of good players in the, in the teens here, but I guess I go with LeBron. Well, did you see that uh, New York Times, they listed Steph Curry as the player of the decade because even though LeBron is far and away the best player of the decade, Steph is the one that revolutionized the game the most. He's the one that made it more and more acceptable to shoot from farther and farther distances from the basket, who really brought in the sprawl ball era where with having teams built around a shooter and the increase in uh power forwards becoming becoming less of a thing and more of these forwards who can shoot and spread the floor built and just the way these teams were built these teams were built around guys like Steph mm-hmm. so what do you have to say about some people who think that Steph really his revolutionizing the game makes him the player of the 2010s I I can see their point cuz I think uh you know, he definitely has defined the uh, three-point shot for this era. And uh, I think he's, uh, he's had a great run with Golden State, too. Um, but I think of how LeBron was able to do kind of like the Magic Johnson thing, where he was able to be a, a, a guy holding the ball 90% of the time almost, mm-hmm. making his team run, whatever team he was on. We're talking about three different teams. Yeah. You know, he's kind of now uh, had a chance to... Uh, to run and, and be you, John. So in my mind, as much as Steph did for the for the um, uh, the shooting guard or the point guard, he will. Yeah. He does kind of a little bit of both in, in my mind. But um, LeBron has done it for you know the power forward type position, becoming the three point shooter, dominant driver, oh, yeah. assist man, all those different things. LeBron is definitely a rover type of player. Yeah. He's not. It's hard to define him into one position. Right. Like, even though he's technically most of his career played at small forward, mm-hmm. he's played some minutes at shooting guard and power forward and center. Yeah. And this year, he's playing as a point as a guard. Point. Yeah, yeah. So kind of done yeah. it all, you know. He's done it all. Yeah. So, um, and I think, like, you look at like Steph, you know, at his size, he couldn't really be down there posting up with the bigs, you know. Whereas LeBron can do that, and yet at the same time, he can be he can be out front, um, you know, leading the offense. Yeah, but it's a good, great argument, you know. And people who love guards really, uh, and I, I, you know, enjoyed watching a lot of the guards over the years, from Jerry West all the way on up, you know, Oscar Robertson, leading all the way up to, like, let's say, Walt Frazier and the Knicks. For I mean, I, I love guards, but I still give LeBron the nod. And then, uh, where do you see the NBA headed in the next ten years? Who do you see the most dominant player for our next era? Well. I think Giannis is kind of like, in my mind, he's kind of showing himself to be that kind of a player that can dominate. But it's so early because he hasn't won yet. You know, just as it took Michael Jordan some time with the, with the team before he became the, the dominant Chicago Bulls team that they were, um, it could take Giannis some time to get there. But he has all the signs of being the next great player. Oh, yeah. He's, he's I mean, he's already averaging... 
more in every single category statistically except for assists than LeBron. Mm. He's he's uh he's definitely statistically putting up an argument for being the future. Right. And and he's just now developing a three point shot. Right. That's probably the biggest change maybe in the last five to six years is the, the amount of uh, post players that are shooting the three. And that they're they're recruited to do that or they're drafted to do that or trades are made to get that, that player that can be a, a, a good rebounder but also hit the three and then post up at the same time. Oh, yeah. I mean, guys like Al Jefferson who a few years ago mm-hmm. would have been on were on all NBA teams have been unable to find jobs in recent years because they're just not able to change their game with the game changing itself. And so guys who want it, who all they do is get in the get in the paint and get it in the basket close up, those guys are getting less and less valuable. And guys who can shoot from farther and farther distances are are getting paid more and more. Mm-hmm. It's right. so yeah the way. The va- way people are valued in the NBA has definitely changed, especially for big men. We see guys like Joel Embiid pulling mm-hmm. up from three. And right, right. And I think that that's, that's a position. Like I talked about uh, Chamberlain and Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I mean, those guys never would have been taking those three-point shots. That oh, just yeah. wasn't the game back then. You know? They were known for their yeah. post moves. Yeah, always. Never um, varied very far from the post. You know, Never, never went, went too wet, far away. Even like a Tim Duncan... Uh, um, David Robinson, those guys, they were, they were legitimate post players, you know. Yeah. Maybe a fifteen footer, would be the kind of the, like the, the range, but you know, they they were gonna pretty much stay down low. That's where the their bread was buttered, if you will. Yeah. Uh, but back to the twenty twenties. I know you think that Giannis is the best player for the next decade, but uh, do you believe that Luca has what what it takes to? Um, Battle it out with him for the best player in the next, the next ten years. He's so young, you know. I mean, it's it's like it usually takes a few years to establish. What's this? His second year. Second league, year, you know? yeah, yeah. And but Giannis he's is, he's what, been playing three, pro four? since he was like yeah, fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Given that he's got that experience and all that, but to kind of determine the who's going to be the dominating force and you know projecting for the next ten years is tough with a guy who hasn't really done too much yet. They're kind of they're at a place where he's you know making his game and and people are getting to know him for what he can do, but has he done it over the long haul? You know? Yeah, absolutely. So, wait and see on that one. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's all for our NBA discussion. Uh, thank you for this conversation. My pleasure. <laughs>